Years before the start of the Clone Wars and long before Qui-Gon Jinn discovered Anakin Skywalker in the deserts of Tatooine, Darth Maul found himself in a quite difficult situation. He wanted to kill a Jedi. More than almost anything else, he wanted to ignite his crimson lightsabers and test his mettle against the most famous knights in the Republic. But Sidious refused. Time and time again, the wise Sith Master had to remind his impatient apprentice to simply wait for the right moment to strike. Maul tried to quiet his murderous urges by hunting other equally dangerous beings. He once visited the jungle world of Tuan Kiti and trudged through the dense, mud-filled swamps in order to track a pack of Rathtars. But once he had sliced through each and every one, Maul found that the hole in his soul remained. When the young Sith apprentice returned to Coruscant, he didn't immediately meet his master. Instead, he donned his black cloak, pulled his hood tightly over his head, and went to the city streets in search of Jedi to stalk. That's how he would often pass his time, waiting for the moment when Sidious would unleash him. But it wasn't something that the great Sith Lord approved of. When Maul finally went to meet his master, he was quickly scolded for his impatience. Your anxiousness, your timelines, concern me not in the slightest. Palpatine said, his two blue eyes emotionlessly gazing out from beneath his black hood. If you endanger my preparations and maneuvers again, it will not be a Jedi who casts you down. A threat. Palpatine, as he had told his young Dathomirian apprentice many times before, was more than willing to murder his own student if he ever interfered with his grand vision again. After all, Sidious was busy trying to bring the dream of the Sith to fruition. It had been nearly 1,000 years since Bane first initiated the Rule of Two, and the Dark Lords had avoided detection that entire time. They allowed the Republic to believe they were living in a golden age. And all of that would come crumbling down, soon, but not before Palpatine had set every piece on the board, and he didn't need Maul to mess it up. I do, however, have a task for you, Palpatine whispered. As the two walked through the dark, metallic corridors of an abandoned factory in Corson's industrial district. Something to quench your bloodlust for the time being. Just what Maul wanted, another scrap of violence to try and keep him and his appetite for Jedi at bay. Palpatine found himself offering up these brutal missions more and more often, as Maul's own hunger grew. On the distant worlds of the Kellic system, the Trade Federation attracted the attention of a group of pirates. Now. Nemoidian businessmen were being held captive, and the pirates hoped to win a heavy ransom. They cannot reach out to the Republic for aid without revealing their unsanctioned activities, Palpatine continued to explain. I have been alerted thanks only to my own vested interests in the project. Even now, with the blockade of Naboo looming on the horizon, Palpatine refused to share his secrets, which was fine by Maul. He had secrets of his own. The Sith Apprentice boarded the Sith Infiltrator and made short work of the pirates. With a few cluster bombs, he destroyed their fleet. And once he boarded the Trade Federation barge, where the pirates held the Nemoidians captive at gunpoint, Maul mercilessly slaughtered everyone on board, even the Trade Federation representatives he was meant to liberate. But there was one plucky green alien that managed to avoid Maul's rage. I have intel. Intel you'll definitely want, the toad-faced creature said as he screamed for his life. Does the name Zev's Rexis mean anything to you? She's captured herself a Jedi Padawan, gonna auction the prisoner off. His lightsaber, his mastery in the Force, the alien mistook Maul for a Jedi. As hard as it is to believe, it was an easy mistake to make, especially in Federation space. 
The Toad thought that a Jedi would want to know when another member of their order was taken prisoner. Even though Maul was a Sith, the information was still welcome. Perhaps now, while his master was busy finalizing his schemes in the Senate on Coruscant, Maul could finally test himself against a proper Jedi. With the aliens' intel, Maul chartered a course to Nar Shadda. It was hard to imagine a worse place to spend your time. Filled with some of the most vile criminals and bounty hunters in the galaxy, the tiny moon above the hut homeworld of Nal Hutta was one of the last places that you'd want to be. Unless you were Darth Maul, of course. He set the scimitar down in a private hangar and took to the streets. Filled with heavy armored bounty hunters and even occasional cadavers rotting on the sidewalk, Nar Shadda was a smuggler's paradise, and Maul was hoping one of them might tell him the whereabouts of Zev's Rexus. He spotted a pink neon sign marking a cantina and pushed through its dingy front doors. In a few decades, Luke Skywalker would find himself in the very same place, but unlike Maul, who was trying to find the location of a Jedi far from the spying eyes of Coruscant, Skywalker would look for a way to sneak onto the capital. Maul was greeted with some of the ugliest, meanest faces that lived under the rule of the huts. See here, son. You can always tell when someone comes looking for information, the Zabrak barman told the cantina's future owner, his child, as Maul saddled up to the bar. Zevzerexus the Sith stated. Smartly, the bartender refused to respond, but Maul wouldn't leave the topic alone. He repeated, Zev Zrexis, and this time he drew the attention of the rest of the bar patrons. Listen, you don't come in here saying that name unless you're looking for trouble, a pink-skinned Corrin said as he prodded Maul's shoulder with his index finger. Only people asking questions like that are Jedi. Is that what you are? Some sort of Jedi lackey, Maul gritted his teeth and his rage boiled to the surface. In a flash, the Sith kicked the corn through the bar's front window, spreading shards of broken glass all over the streets. As the corn tried to regain his footing, three other members of his group sprang on Maul. The Zabrak instinctively reached for the hilt of his lightsaber. With two quick clicks of a button, he could ignite both ends of his weapon and slice through the thugs in no time. But that would draw too much attention. Attention Sidious forbade. Narshada's residents weren't known for keeping secrets well, and he didn't want Sidious to discover his secret plan to kill the captive Jedi. So Maul decided to use his own fighting skills and his mastery of the ancient anti-Jedi martial art of Teraskasi to take on his opponents. The throng of bar patrons formed a semicircle around Maul, a few Nautilans, an Ektochi, and other reptilian humanoids. One of the Nautilans struck first, but Maul quickly hit him back, using a bar stool as his weapon. With a few more quick hits, he subdued three more assailants. When the fight seemed almost over, the Quorn climbed to his feet and delivered a devastating secret attack. He shot putrid black ink from his mouth, hitting Maul squarely in his eyes. He's blinded, the Quorn triumphantly screamed. A reptilian thug with his hand firmly clenching a one-sided dagger joined the commotion. Get him, boys! Bring him down, a Nautilan yelled as he broke a quarterstaff over Maul's back. The Sith quickly fell to the ground, and as he lumbered over, a final strike from the hilt of a dagger broke his nose. Desperately trying to plug the stream of blood pouring out of his face, Maul struggled to keep himself from collapsing onto the streets. That took the fight out of him, the Quorn jeered as he withdrew a blaster. Shoulda know better than to look old dirty Calgris in the eye. As the corn prepared to squeeze the trigger on his pistol, Maul sensed that the fight had gotten out of control. He was a Sith, one of only two in the galaxy. There was no way that a group of Nar Shadda drunks were going to be his undoing. 
Maul quickly reached into the force and let his powers grab a dagger that had fallen to the floor. With a quick flick, he shot it at the core and stabbing the Moncala humanoid squarely in his chest. He killed Dirty Calgris, the Nautilin shouted. As he and the other thugs flinched, they had only a few seconds to figure out what to do. Would they keep fighting or run away? Fry him where he stands. They chose to fight. The four men withdrew knives and blasters and started to walk Maul down. And they might have killed him, too. But three loud cracks, the unmistakable sound of an LL-30 blaster pistol, had something else to say on the matter. The men fell to the ground, with freshly seared blaster holes punched into their backs. Except for their fourth member, who had been killed with two throwing knives. As Maul gathered himself, he uncharacteristically offered his gratitude. Thank you for the help, the Sith began. Although you could have stepped in earlier. Standing on the opposite end of the street, a familiar Derosian stood with smoking pistols in either hand. It looked like you had matters well in hand. Cad Bane, the second best bounty hunter in the galaxy after Jango Fett, of course. In a few years following the Mandalorian's defeat in the First Battle of Genosis, Cad's stock would rise considerably, with many considering him the heir to the title in Fett's absence, going on to even mentor Boba. I'd wager you could have gotten yourself out of that little jam, with or without my help, Bane continued. Darth Maul didn't reveal his full intentions to Bane, but the bounty hunter was smart enough to figure out that the Dathomirian Zabrak wasn't all that he appeared. And that lightsaber hilt that peeked out from beneath Maul's cloaks every now and then didn't help conceal the truth. But those kills are still going on your tab. Maul had hired Bane before he touched down on Nar Shaddaa. He needed help, not for killing the thugs in the cantina, although he appreciated the assist. He wanted to find a real invitation to the auction that Zev's Rexus was holding. Maul didn't put much trust in his chances of finding that information in the cantina, so he used Bane as his plan B. And just like he would in later years, Cad Bane delivered. Hmm. Get ready to put a smile on that tattooed face of yours. We've found what you're looking for. And that marks the story of how Cad Bane saved Darth Maul's life. And I don't mean life, meaning he would have lost to the drunks at the bar. But if he had shown his true powers, word would have gotten out and Sidious would have probably killed him. I hope we get to see Nar Shadda in canon in the movies someday. That would be pretty wild. Let me know what you thought about this Cad Bane and Maul team-up. I hope we get a lot more Clone Wars episodes, a lot of unfinished ones that were never released, like Son of Dathomir, which I have a full video on that I will be releasing in just a few days. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day or night, wherever you are watching this, and I will see you in the next episode on Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.